Alan Bolio from ITR Economics. You know that, and I certainly uh, hope that you enjoyed the webinar that uh, we were able to do together. Uh, Compel is a good organization. I enjoyed my time with you, and now I hope to answer the questions that were remaining. Fortunately for you, we won't take up a lot of your time because there weren't that many questions remaining. The first question is, am I at all surprised that the market performed fine, fine is in quotes, since the apparent election of Joe Biden? The answer is no, not at all. Uh, because as we've looked at prior elections, the, fork, the stock market does not perform better or worse depending on the election year and depending on which party looks like they're gonna win or lose. Uh, I know there's a preconception that that's the case, but sometimes it works out that way and sometimes it doesn't, so I'm not at all surprised. I would have said, don't expect much of a change. There's too much else going on uh, that involves the stock market rather than the, than the election. We don't even know if taxes will be going up in 2021 because we don't yet know, and we won't know for another month, what's happening with Georgia. Next question, what are the model inputs assumptions for the Great Depression forecast? Is the, if the forecast winds up being off, what assumptions are most likely responsible? Well, the assumptions are aging demographics around the world, the cost of taking care of baby boomers in our latter years uh, that is gonna be borne by nations around the world. Another assumption is the amount of debt, staggering amount of debt, I may add, that uh, significant nations have around the world and servicing that debt as inflation comes along in the latter part of this decade, interest rates will go up, which will make that debt a much larger problem as it will weigh on central government budgets in various countries around the world, or in the case of China, provincial budgets, as we get uh, to the late part of the 20s. So those are the basic assumptions. It's all laid out in our book, Prosperity in the Age of Decline. If the forecast winds up being off, what assumptions are most likely responsible? Uh, well, it's not likely, but one of the things that could happen is that we could have a repudiation of modern monetary theory which says that you can have as much debt as you want. It really doesn't matter. Everything will be just fine. Now we could find in a few years that there's a Congress that says, we got to deal with this. This is serious. And it's either going to be through an increase in taxes, which we will not like, or it'll be a reduction in federal spending, which we would not mind. And if there's a reduction in spending or there's an increase in revenue that is actually used towards reducing the debt, that could change the assumption and make it not as long or not as deep but the other ones will still be in play. Uh, so it's hard to do away with the older generation and the cost of supporting them uh, as that is just a few short years away. As you know, our own social security system is headed towards uh, bankruptcy. And even under the Biden plan of increasing the social security tax revenue by taxing income over $400,000, that, that just makes it less bankrupt, does not change the bankruptcy. And so we still have that problem in play. And I will see that one changing as we go forward. Uh, next question, what marketing services are our companies looking for in this COVID time? Uh, that's not my area of expertise. Uh, so I really can't answer that one for you. I would just point you to a company that I know well and that I would be very confident recommending to you called Chief Outsiders. And Chief Outsiders, you can Google their name, uh, they're in different parts of the country. Uh, they would be a good person to ask or a good company to ask uh, that very question to. I'm afraid I cannot answer that one. 
Now, what is the outlook for defense uh, spending? Uh, well, actually, on the marketing, just make sure what I said during the presentation. You're keeping in mind uh, people with a with the psychology being locked in, so you're going to try to help them uh, with your marketing message, and you're going to be looking to aim towards uh, millennials, the power uh, that is and that will be. Um, but the marketing services themselves, I just spoke to message, the marketing services, you want to go to chief outsiders. What is the outlook for defense spending under the new administration? It doesn't change because of the administration. Uh, the popular belief is that Republicans always spend more and Democrats spend less on defense. History shows that is uh, far from the truth. Uh, it can go up under Democrats, it can go down under Republicans. And in Ronald Reagan's eight years, it did both. In President Obama's eight years, it did both. Uh, so you really cannot say just because we have a Democratic administration coming in in January that defense spending is going to change. They may change what they spend it on, uh, but the world is seeing the dangers, the threats, uh, the, the potential uh, confrontations. All that doesn't go away. Uh, because we have uh, President-elect Biden becoming President Biden, and contracts are let, and uh, while contracts can be canceled, that does take some time, and that would just be a decline in orders later on. So don't expect a lot of change. History suggests that there's no need to uh, jump to that conclusion. And uh, last question, when do you, I think that commercial aircraft and travel business will return back to 2019 levels? That's a tough question, the toughest of them all, actually. And I did a little uh, research. I don't want to get this wrong, so excuse me while I glance at the numbers here. Uh, when it comes to aircraft uh, equipment production, civilian aircraft equipment production, uh, nowhere is close to the year-end 2019 values by the time we get to the end of 23. There's still a decline going on in aircraft equipment production. That trough is going to come, 12-month moving average basis, early in 21, maybe you know even the first quarter. But it's a pretty slow climb out. We don't get the positive 12-12 values until 2022. So this is a slow climb. You're not going to see this uh, go away anytime soon. And everything that's involved in travel, you know, is predicated upon people feeling free and easy without the anxiety of going on cruise ships and on airplanes and on hotels and international travel. So the domestic stay-at-home uh, variety is likely to last well into 21 and then just a slow progression towards uh, stepping outside and stepping back on planes for fun and even for business. I'm not expecting a, a fast rebound in that area. That was aircraft production that we're talking about. That doesn't mean hotels are the same path. It doesn't mean that uh, car travel to Disney is on the same path, but I would not look for a snapback. You know how we saw that V-shape in U.S. industrial production? I would not look for a V-shape here. I would look for much more of that lazy L <coughs> with a rising trend that's beginning. All right, thank you very much again for attending. Uh, I hope this helps you, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Anything that we can do, uh, just go to our website, itreconomics.com, itr at itreconomics.com, and uh, someone will see what we can do uh, to at least point you in the right direction. Thank you. Have a great day.